Welcome to the Language Hacking Podcast from Fluent in Three Months. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Language Hacking Podcast. I'm your host, Benny Lewis, and this is another standalone Ask Benny episode where I'll just be talking about my views on a particular topic um, in a shorter form than my uh, typical interview ones. And for this, I wanted to address a, a big one, and that was why three months? It's a it's a part of my language learning philosophy. It's obviously a part of the website name and my, my book that uh, has sold very well. Uh, so why... Do I, why am I, in, am I in such a hurry to learn a language? Uh, I get this question a lot. Why not take your time and spend years? I mean, I did spend years learning German in school and I had nothing to show for it. So part of the problem is the approach. But let's say you even have a perfect learning approach. Um, for a lot of people, it definitely works to take your time and learn the language over several years. But unfortunately, not everyone has the same brain. And I, I definitely don't say everyone needs to learn a language like I do. Absolutely not. I've, I've seen people who, whose minds work so differently that it would be terrible advice for me to uh, suggest they try to follow in my footsteps in my learning approach. But I have ADHD. I have attention issues. I have focus issues. When I take on a project, I get a burst of enthusiasm in the short term, but that enthusiasm does not last me over many years. And so I have to work with this. I have to decide this is how my brain works. I can get bursts of energy and I can channel that into something useful. And with language learning, I know from the last 10 years almost that I was not learning new languages. Uh, I know that over the long term, I can maintain my languages. This is definitely something I don't need bursts of. I can dip my toes in and use my language and uh, I can have conversations and such. And that's maintaining it at the same level. I can definitely do that over the long term. But over the short term, I just can't really find I get momentum with languages. And I kind of took on uh, a few potential projects in the last 10 years. And to be honest, they, none of them went anywhere. I had some travels and I tried to kind of half-ass learn a language uh, leading up to those travels. I wasn't giving it my full energy or I thought, you know, I'll learn it over a year or something. And it just didn't work for me. And this is not to say it wouldn't work for you. It works for many, many people. But for me personally, I need a short-term target that I'm working towards. It motivates me so much. It pushes me. I need that accountability of sharing the project with people. Uh, that's one thing I do through my YouTube channel, but also any kind of community that you're part of. And it's why I recommend people join the bootcamp. That's fluentinthreemonths.com slash BC. Our bootcamp has that accountability for you. Uh, but I need this accountability, I need this pressure, and I need to take advantage of the fact that my mind works in bursts. And that's kind of why I have to learn a language in a short amount of time, uh, because anything else doesn't work. Uh, the, the, the last 10 years, I have not learned any new languages. I learned languages intensively um, with the bursts and the projects I had. Uh, but I didn't in 10 years, and that's uh, that's a huge pity, and I, I feel very bad about that. I 
could have learned all these new languages. Uh, I tried to get into a slower pace of life. And, um, you know, there are pros and cons of that. But in terms of language projects, I need to give something my all. And I'm very lucky that I have the kind of job that I can uh, do a lot of work ahead of time. So I can, uh, that's something I was doing leading into my Korean project is the months before I started, I was recording a lot more podcast episodes. I was doing a lot more um, uh, work with my team and creating products and helping to launch the bootcamp, all of that kind of stuff. So I worked more than I regularly would so that I could take three months of very little work. So I have these podcasts that I record very infrequently. I do coaching on the bootcamp. But other than that, I'm not actually working for these three months. So I was able to save up uh, that workload. As well as that, I'm also lucky that I have a location-independent kind of uh, job. Uh, I was among the very few people doing that in uh, 2003 when I started traveling. Very few people could have uh, location-independent jobs and work on their computers which they could take from home. But of course, it's 2023 and a lot more people can do that. So I hope some people listening could potentially take their work with them um, and then they could move to a cheap country because I'm currently in Indonesia. And that means I don't, don't need that much money and I can work fewer hours. And what I earn is still going to be supporting me fine because it's a very cheap country if you're earning in a Western currency. And so, yeah, that's kind of why I've taken that with me. And the three months, it used to actually be three months because I would travel to the country. And uh, for uh, Europeans in most of the world, we tend to get 90-day tourist visas. So 90 days would be all the time that I had. So I had to learn the language in three months because I'd, I'd have to leave the country after that. That's not quite what I do anymore because I've found through doing that many times that it's actually better to learn the language ahead of time. So in Indonesia, I'm learning Korean and I'll actually go to, I will go to Korea, but I'll go there already speaking the language and I won't really have to put a lot of work into studying because I'll have done all my studies over three months and I can just be in appreciation mode and just enjoying Korea. Um, but the three months, it's kind of that Goldilocks zone for me. It's not too short a time because like a week or a month uh, is still intensive, but it's not enough time to make any significant push of progress. Uh, whereas anything too long, like a year, the, the deadline is so far off that you can kind of get distracted with your other projects and it doesn't really become the focus of your life anymore. Whereas I've decided for these three months, I have to make sacrifices. So even though I'm in Bali, which is a, a, it's a very touristy place and there's loads of parties here and I could be going out partying every day if I wanted, I'm not doing that. I'm having very early nights, going to bed at like 10.30 at the latest some days, waking up at 5.30 um, and effectively I'm just learning Korean and exercising. So I am going to group exercise classes uh, but other than that, I'm just learning Korean. I'm not distracting myself with anything else. And I, that's a big sacrifice because I'm an outgoing guy. I'm an extrovert. So it's better for my mental health if I'm being as social as possible. And I'm not doing that for these three months, um, even though I'm somewhere where I could actually be very social. 
but that's okay because for three months, I can put this energy in. This is not something I can sustain over the long term. Uh, but it's just something I found with my personality that tends to work for me, especially because I am very lucky that I can put aside a lot of time over three months. Uh, I, I can do it for maybe like six to eight hours a day. But even if you were able to do it for maybe three hours a day or two hours a day, uh, it, having made some sacrifice, like deciding I'm not going to watch my favorite Netflix show for these next three months because that's going to give me extra time that I can focus on the language. Uh, you make these short-term sacrifices so you have extra time and then you make a burst of progress. If you are interested in doing that, definitely check out the bootcamp again. That's fluentinthreemonths.com slash BC. Uh, I do coach as a part of that. That's one of the few work things that I'm doing here. But that kind of level of intensity is very good for learners. Um, yeah, so I hope that kind of makes sense for why three months is pretty essential for me. I've, I've had a lot of people who are very uh, frustrated when they hear the title fluent in three months and they tell me I should be learning slower or that I'm trying to mislead people or something. But I'm genuinely telling you, I can't learn a language slow. It doesn't work for me. I can maintain my languages slow, but I need to feel a burst of progress to be able to uh, get anywhere in the language, even in the long term. So maybe that's not how your brain works. Maybe you are a take it slow kind of person and that's fine. But if you lean a little bit more towards ADHD, like I do, uh, you absolutely should consider intensive projects and you may see uh, interesting benefits from that. So yeah, I just wanted to talk about that since it's so relevant to my current Korean project and what my learning philosophy is all about. I hope you found uh, this uh, episode interesting. Uh, make sure to give us a review at languagehacking.com slash review uh, or in your player of choice. Just go into it right now. And uh, if you enjoy these episodes, let us know. And otherwise, until the next one, I will see you guys and happy language learning. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Language Hacking Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you found this episode valuable and want to help us out, please leave us a review at languagehacking.com forward slash review. The Language Hacking Podcast is presented by Benny Lewis, Shannon Kennedy, and Elizabeth Bruckner, and produced by Alice Semino, with special thanks to the Fluent in Three Months team. The theme music was written and performed by Shannon Kennedy. Find the show notes at languagehacking.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening and happy language learning.